Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Satan's goal is condemnation. He wants me to not feel forgiven, but to feel bad about myself. His goal is exactly the opposite of God's. By the way, just write this verse down. I won't go there this morning. Romans 8, 1 says, there is no condemnation in those who are in Christ Jesus. So when Satan comes to me and says, Mark, you remember that sin you did back then? And all of us can remember sins we wish we'd have never done. I have to remember one thing, Satan's a liar. He's the father of lies. There's no truth in Satan. When we're under attack by Satan, whether it be temptation to sin or an accusation based on our past behavior, we don't usually have time to logically put up resistance. He's a master of attacking when our defenses are the weakest. Pastor Mark is teaching us about our need to become more attentive to the devil's attacks and understand our standing in Christ. We must remember that Jesus took our place in receiving the punishment for everything we've done and will do. Because of that, when God looks at us, he sees the penalty for our sins paid in full. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of today's broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in Genesis chapters 40 and 41 with part two of his message, It's Time to Forget. no longer influenced or affected negatively by my past sins or hurts. I no longer have the hurt. You see, the memory's there, but the hurt, the negative thinking about it is not there because I've forgotten, I've left go of that hurt. Now, we shared with you that many of us carry around with us videotapes of our life. Now in here should be all the good things, but often because of our nature and our hurts, we only carry the the hurtful things. And what Satan does, Satan has a goal. He likes to come to us with a past hurt. And he brings a situation to us, and if we allow him, it goes into the brain And he fast forwards right to that hurtful place. And then he plays it frame by frame by frame. And he does that with two kinds of tapes. Let me share with you both of them this morning. Number one, Satan wants to play back our past personal sins and failure. I'm not talking about people's hurting you. I'm talking about when you and I did something, and it was devastating. It was a sin we wish we could not. Man, I don't even want it. Why did I do it? What a stupid thing. Or failure. 
All of us this morning can think about something in our past. No sin is a little one, but boy, this was a big one. And quite often, Satan brings that up to us. And when he puts this tape into our mind, all of a sudden the stereo begins to play. And here's the words we hear. You've not changed. You failed again. Nothing's changed in your life. You'll never make it. You're simply a failure. What is Satan's goal when he brings this tape? And it brings up to you this morning. Or Greg, remember the drug that you gave that gal? She got killed in the accident. You remember? What is his goal? Here it is. Write it down. Satan's goal is condemnation. He wants me to not feel forgiven, but to feel bad about myself. His goal is exactly the opposite of God's. By the way, just write this verse down. I won't go there this morning. Romans 8, 1 says, there is no condemnation in those who are in Christ Jesus. So when Satan comes to me and says, Mark, you remember that sin you did back then? And all of us can remember sins we wish we'd have never done. I have to remember one thing. Satan's a liar. He's the father of lies. There's no truth in Satan. So when I'm forgiven, remember I asked you this morning, when, when you ask God to forgive you, he forgives you. But he doesn't only forgive, he forgets. So I don't have to go back to my past sins. They're forgiven. Look what God says. Instead of listening to the Satan's lies when he brings us to you and brings a past sin up in your life or a failure, here's what you want to go to, the word of God. Notice Hebrews 8.12. For I will forgive their wickedness and remember their sins no more. Psalm 103.12, as far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. Does that mean that God has a bad memory? No, God's all-knowing. To forget means God chooses not to hold those sins against me anymore. Why? They don't affect my relationship with God anymore. Why? They're forgiven and they're forgotten. God chooses not to hold those things against me. That's the first thing Satan wants to do. He loves to condemn Christians. Second, Satan wants to play back our past hurts and rejection and disappointments. You're recently divorced. Someone died that was close to you. You had this offer at work. Someone's cheated you out of this. Someone just took advantage of you. You were hurt in a church. That's why you're here this morning. And Satan brings that videotape. We allow him to play it in our mind. He fast forwards right to it. He fast forwards all the good, best, all the good things of life. Right to the hurt. Frame by frame. And in the video, we see it. But in our earphones, here's what we hear. You thought you forgave that person. Watch it. Look what they did. You'll never amount to anything. You're damaged goods. I mean, an alcoholic haven't eaten for three weeks. Your liver's gone. You'll never, ever be able to be anything. Look at that frame. That person all along was out to get you. How stupid were you to let them do that to you? Then Satan loves this one. Where was God? In all of this, God, you're supposed to have helped me. How can that have happened to me? Where are you, God? What is Satan's goal? 
He wants to make us simply miserable prisoners of our past. But see, God wants us free to live today. Here's something you're going to hear again, but I want to share it with you this morning. There are many, many, many people in this room that are born again Christians. You're saved. You've asked Christ to come in. You're going to heaven. But many of you have never been free one day in your life. And because we're not free, we can't be and do what God wants. So this morning, my goal is to remove you from being this hostage. Now, what really happens? Satan's goal or job is to constantly remind us of our past sins and our past hurts. He will bring this thing to us over and over and over again until we stop him. You say, I can't stop Satan. You're going to learn how this morning. Because I have God living in me. Now, here's the deal. Unlike the unforgiveness we talked about last week, if as a Christian, I'm always dwelling in the past, and I allow Satan to bring anything in my mind, he'll lie about me. I end up putting myself in my own prison. I'm Christian. I'm going to heaven. But I play this tape constantly in my mind. And I feel condemned. And then another week, I thought I forgave that person or that situation. And yet that boy, just the mention of their name brings bitterness and anger and rejection in my heart. So I'm a Christian, but I'm not free. And it's so hurtful. Now, people don't see this, but boy, do I know it. And the only way to be free is to forgive And allow God to help you to forget. And that's what we want to study this morning. You see, many of you sitting out there this morning, your focus is on your past. You haven't been able to let it go. And it's getting heavier and heavier and heavier. This morning, I want to show you, through the power of God's word, how to be set free. Not just a Christian. Not just a Christian, but to learn to forgive and be set free. Now, we are all products of our past. Every one of us. We're all products of our past. But God doesn't want us to be prisoners of our past. Listen to this verse. Isaiah 43. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I, God, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. You see, if I can learn to forget the past in the sense that we don't allow these past sins and failures and hurts to keep us from experiencing God's best for today, that's where freedom is. Quit living in the past. That is not you. God is not in the past. God is in the now. And I have to learn to do this. Now, here's the problem. Here's a powerful verse that's very small in the Bible, but it's the key to everything. You see it here in Proverbs 23, verse 7. For as he thinks within himself, so is he. 
As you think within yourself, man or woman, that's who you become. As you think, as she thinks within herself, so she is. You see, my mind is powerful. And I become what I think. I'm a product of my thought life. In my mind, in my heart. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. How I think about things in my heart and mind is how I'm going to react emotionally and how I'm going to walk, how I'm going to live this life. So it's all here. It's right here. It's in this area. Turn with me in your Bibles, if you will, to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Uh, New Testament, keep your finger. We'll be back to Genesis in a moment. Five or six books in in the New Testament. Those of you that don't have a... uh, don't know where it is? Ask somebody to show you where First Corinthians, Second Corinthians is. Just they'll show you. Second Corinthians chapter ten. Now understand this: our mind is the battlefield of life. If you're here this morning and a Christian, you're in a battle, and it's all about our minds. It's happening right here. All of this stuff is taking place right here. Even as I'm here this morning, what have you been thinking about since I've been here? Some of you are already thinking about your big buffet lunch you're going to have and the desserts you're going to have for today and the ice cream and a pie and a pecan pie. You, get... you haven't heard anything I said. <laughs> well, you're already lost. It's gone. But see, what goes on here affects how we live. Now, we're in a battle. We're in a spiritual battle. God's goal for you it's to get your mind settled on him. He wants you to focus and allow the truth of his word to get you to think right. 2 Corinthians, excuse me, 10 verse 4. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 4. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have circle these words, divine power. In other words, in this warfare, it's kind of unseen. I'm in a battle against Satan. Now, if you're not a Christian, you're not a battle against Satan. You're already on his team. You've already lost unless you change sides. There's only two places to be. You either serve God or you serve Satan. If you've never accepted the Lord, you're already in Satan. So you're not in a battle. He's already got you. But you hear this morning, because God's saying, would you like to be free? So notice, as a Christian, I have God living in me. And so I have divine power, notice, to demolish strongholds. Not to dent them, but to demolish those strongholds. What is a stronghold? Write these down. Two things that are strongholds this morning. Stronghold. Anything that's contrary to God's will or God's word. Anything. And basically... They usually float down into personal lies from Satan about you. It's just something that isn't true in God's word. For instance, you just heard Greg talk. And Greg talked about, used to be an alcoholic and drug. And Satan says to you, well, it'll work for him, but I tried it. It'll never work for me. That's a stronghold. You've begun to believe that. You saw Barb. She shared she'd been raped twice. She's had two abortions. And you saw her free. 
She's forgiven and forgotten those things. They don't have that hurt. And you're saying, well, that, I don't know how she did it. It would never work for me. Every time I think of that guy entering the room, man, I live it again. It can't work for me. No, that's a stronghold. And it will be broken if you allow God to break it. Now, that doesn't come from five years of counseling. That comes from understanding God's truth and instantaneously be freed. Some of you have already said now to that response, can't be that easy. Well, it is that easy. Because it's not your power. It's God. Anytime God says to Satan, can't happen, it can't happen. Now, what part do I have in it? Next verse. We demolish, circle the word we. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, everything that's against the word of God, and circle the word again. We take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. What does that mean? It simply means this. This is very important. Satan comes to us, and he comes to us with this past, either a sin or a hurt. When he comes to us, we need to be mature enough in our life, and Satan will say this. I'll use an example. Well, what that guy's saying, that won't work. The minute you hear that, you need to go, that thought isn't from God. Some of you say, well, I can't be free to my past. I'm always going to have to dwell on my past. What was the word I said to you this morning? God said, I'm not a God of the past. I'm doing a brand new thing in you this morning. And right now your mind's saying, he can't do a new thing in me. That's from Satan. So what do I do with that thought? I take it captive. I don't play it. You say, I don't have the power to do that. Yes, you do. You recognize the thought. You say in your heart, I'm not going there. Now, you can't stop the thought from coming, but you can stop playing it. And I take captive. But here's the problem. Many times we understand that we take that thought captive, but we don't finish it. Look at this next statement. We must replace the lies of Satan with the truth of God's word. You see, my mind... Except maybe when I'm sleeping and sometimes it's not there. My mind isn't blank. It's always working. That little computer is always on. It's always thinking. So if I take this thought captive, I have to replace it with the truth. Because what I've just taken captive was a lie from Satan. So I must replace it with the truth. Notice, notice. We choose how we think. Some of you are out there and Satan and you're saying, I, I, I can't get past my past. That's just all I think about. I have no choice. That's a lie from Satan. He's a liar. God said, I'll give you the power. You, we fight. He says right here, the weapons we fight with are not weapons on the country. They have divine power to demolish that stronghold. God will do it. Now, that's the key that I went back to earlier. We will never continue to be free until we know the word of God and apply it constantly. That's why you can't come to a six-week series, go back, live in your life, go back and, and, and listen to Oprah and, and listen to the evening news and listen and read books that are not biblically based. Five people you meet in heaven. Great story, totally unbiblical. You, you see, you must know the word of God. That's why we're here. We teach the word here. And that's what sets us free. Now, listen to this. 
The word is the sword of the spirit. Look at this. Ephesians chapter 4. Just write it down. Throw off your old evil nature and your former way of life. By the way, what was our life's like before? Well, it's rotten through and through, full of lust and deception. That'll take care of that good thing that everybody's good. No, I was kind of a lousy person without God. I only thought of myself. If I could take advantage of you, boy, would I do it. See, that's my old nature. Notice, that's not who you are. That's your past. Throw it off. Well, what do I do then? Instead, there must be spiritual renewal of your thoughts and attitudes. You must display a new nature because you are a new person created in God's likeness, righteous, holy, and true. Some of you say, I can't be that. You are that. Believe it. That's what God's made you. Did you deserve it? No. But he gave it to us. Old things are passed away. All things have become new. Notice it's your thoughts. I can't be there and say to you, here comes one, grab it, grab it, go. You'd like me to go home with you. Here comes another one, grab it. No, that one's okay. You can think that. No, grab that one. No, you have to do that. You can't ask for your wife to say, honey, I'm going to sleep a few hours. If a thought comes, you grab it for me, would you please? <laughs> what is that? By the way, you'll be in for marriage counseling. You'll have more things to worry about. <laughs> no, you must grab it. Well, Pastor Mark, how do I know the truth? Hello? It's what we're teaching. Everything in the Bible is truth. It's all truth. Next verse. And now, dear brothers and sisters... Let me say one more thing as I close this letter. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right. Let me make a stopping point. Fix my thoughts. I was at the pastor's conference at Merritt Island this week, about 1,000 people from around the United States in the Southeast Pastor Conference, and I taught two mornings. Here's, here's something that I taught, and I want you to listen to it very closely. It's very profound. If nothing changes, nothing changes. Did you get it? If nothing changes, nothing changes. One of the pastors emailed me on Friday. He was home and he says, I just love your teaching. I won't get into all this stuff. But anyway, he won my PowerPoint notes. And he says, that, that phrase just captured me. Here I'm in a Bible conference. If I don't change when I leave, nothing's changing. But he said, here's what I discovered. I began thinking about it. I meditated on it. And listen to this. You'll like this even better than the last one. Listen. If something changes, something changes. <laughs> wow! I'm going to write him back and say, terrific! You see, we're kind of in there. If nothing changes, nothing changes. Well, how about if something changes, something changes. This morning, God's changing you. Now, the only way he'll change you is if you'll, let's put the verse back up, if you'll fix your thoughts on things that are good. You have to fix it. Don't think in the garbage. We were reminded today by Pastor Mark that there is a battle that goes on in everyone and that this battle takes place primarily in the mind. Our enemy, the devil, likes to get us to replay either wrongs we did to others or the wrongs done to us. 
we were told that we have to learn to reject the temptations to either live in guilt or to harbor unforgiveness. The message you just heard is part of a series entitled Prison Break, Real Freedom from the Hurts of the Past. You can listen to more teaching from this series online at LessonsForLivingRadio.com, as well as learn more about the church behind the ministry. We invite you to join us in person for our services at Calvary Chapel, Melbourne, taking place in locations reaching those in Melbourne, Sebastian, and Vieira. Find service times and directions to our campuses by clicking the CCM Church link at LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Next time, Pastor Mark will complete the teaching, It's Time to Forget. He will continue to develop the theme of warfare against Satan's attempts to get us to live in the past. We'll also learn more about God's power to break us away from the hurts of our past and to begin to live in the present, walking in relationship with God and living a life of freedom. Well, that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. From all of the production team here at Lessons for Living, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Together, let's do life right. In a hurting world, a new hope he is given.